0: to the Agile Empath Season 2, we are celebrating diversity and we're sharing stories to be inspired on how to impact our communities and create positive change. Um, so we're so glad that you're with us. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Welcome to the Agile Empath Podcast Season 2. Diversity and Inclusion, Episode 3, The Meraki People of Greece. Uh, today we have Christiana. She was raised in the Paralio astros Arkadia region of Greece, where her father brought the textile industry, employing 1,000 local residents. The factory closed after 20 years, and he grieved over this. Christiana promised to continue his legacy by making the region productive. Christiana's education includes a fine arts degree, bachelor's degree in education, and an MBA. She's lived abroad in Canada for 22 years, where she taught kindergarten to university level courses. She proceeded to move to Athens, where she worked as an investment counselor for Merrill Lynch. Ten years ago, she moved home to Paralio Astros Arcadia, Greece, to care for her aging parents. She now lives near the Mediterranean in the shadow of the mountain, Parnonas. Christiana is building a pilot program to regenerate empty villages by revitalizing a school in the village where she is from, in Paralio Astros Arcadea, Greece. This is the cross-section of science, business, technology for the good of nature and the good of the people. Her vision is to build the Meraki people, which is defined by four words, passion, dexterity, focus, and commitment. In honor of her late father, Christiana is committed to create community utilizing the mountains as the factory, utilizing the existing resources by empowering the indigenous people of the area to use their innate talents. There is biodiversity in the Mediterranean ecosystem as the source to make a living. Youth have left the local villages in search of successful careers, with many leaving Greece altogether. Redefining Success is also an initiative within the region. She aspires to bring a group of 50 people sitting in seven tables to work collectively. All can contribute virtually as well with their gifts. While the locals have initially stated, this cannot be, Christiana, five years into her planning, um, has passed an initiative with the local council. She is a fellow of MIT BioLabs and has applied to be part of Greece 2021. She is also part of the Now What Collective where there is support for her project. So today we
1: welcome Christiana. Well, hello, uh, hello. I am Christiana Gardikioti from Paralio Astros, Arcadia, Greece. That's in southern Peloponnese, uh, and I am the founder of the Meraki People, an initiative that would like to regenerate the villages, the empty now villages of Mount Parnonas in our region. I am extremely happy to be part of Now What uh, Network, International Network and Collective Intelligence.
0: So Christina, thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy with several initiatives. Um, And can you tell us some about your background? Have you always lived
1: um, in the Uh, same area? uh, uh, Yes, and I'm just going to make a very small uh, correction. Yes. my name is Christy Anna. Christiana. Christiana. My grandma was Anna, and I was born on Christmas Day, so I have to have both names, Christy and Anna. Christy and Anna. Yes, Christiana. All right. I was born in Greece, um, and I studied in the French uh, nuns' school. Um. I left uh, Greece to go and explore um, what's on the other side of the ocean. I stayed in Canada for 23 years. My first degree is in fine arts in the drama department of Regina University. Then I got married and I had to support my family. So I got a Bachelor of Education degree from the University of Saskatchewan in Saskatoon and I taught as a primary, secondary, and uh, advanced uh, education teacher, uh, both uh, starting from kindergarten all the way to primary school, to uh, secondary school, and to even university classes. Then I moved to the investment world. I studied business administration and marketing. And I got a job at Investors Group where I stayed for nine years as an investment counsellor. That uh, era ended. I came to Greece, uh, yes, And in 2000, I think in 1999. And in 2000, I moved to Thessaloniki where I stayed for 14 years. And then I worked, uh, I created my own company after having acquired an MBA uh, executive degree Um, at age 40-ish, you know, I never quit learning. So I'm a, a, you know, forever learner. Um, Then I moved down to, uh, moved back home because my ailing parents, and I have lived in Paraleo Astros for the last 10 years, and I have been working on uh, community work, not on the New York Stock Exchange, as I did with Mary Lynch in Athens, um, in the stock market. I moved from the stock market to the um, community-oriented work. So I guess I am a perfect, um, knowledgeable uh, person regarding ethical investments and um, impact investing, but also working with communities. So understand both worlds, the world of the New York Stock Exchange and the investors, and also I understand communities because I'm building one. So there is the intersection of investment and uh, groundwork.
0: Well, wow, that is unique. And it's so nice to meet you uh, because my family is from Cyprus. And both my parents came to America in 1968. And so my brother and I were first generation to grow up here in America, and we've mostly grown up in Tennessee. Um, And so we would go back and visit relatives in Cyprus. So it was very important that we speak Greek. So we both have the conversational language, my brother and I, to converse in Greek. Um, And it's so nice to meet you because I really want to learn about the Meraki people. Can you tell us
1: Can I tell you, yes. Yes. First of all, I think the story starts with the fact that my dad, being an orphan, he moved to Athens back in the 50s, and uh, he always dreamt of making a difference in the region. Long story short, he was educated uh, as an orphan by an industrialist of his time, being a textiles engineer. So, when he finished all his training, he went and he worked as um, the chief um, uh, technical officer of the Aegean Mills. Uh, 25 years later, he had both the knowledge, the power, and the savvy to bring the textile factory into the region, and that boosted the economy. He was employing about 1,100 people at the time, and that really made a difference in the region. Um, However, bad times came, and after 20 years, the factory was closed. I attended my father at the last part of his life, and he was kind of uh, lamenting the fact that he lost the factory. Uh, He invited, of course, it was not his factory. He invited investors, and it was Mr. Carella's factory. But that's okay. Um, I promised that I was going to do his work, continue his work. Maybe not in because I was not a textiles engineer, but giving to the community, um, empowering the people, in order to make something very productive again in the region. So I was staring at the mountain in moment of difficulties and I thought, why do we need factories? Build factories. Why can we not make the mountain a factory? And use uh, already existing resources. We are in tough times here and That's how Meraki uh, was born, because I wanted to empower the beautiful people that they are living in the area, and to demonstrate to people that um, they have talents that they are unused. At the same time, they could be using the biggest biodiversity of the Mediterranean region, uh, to um, conduct business, to, to use the ecosystem as a source of business, steward it, protect it, and make a living out of that. So the idea of bridging science with business came along. And that's where it all started. I don't know if you know, but the word Meraki does not have a direct translation in English. But we can describe it with four words. It's passion, it's dexterity, it's focus, laser focus, and it's commitment. So if you put all those four words, you get Meraki. So even from the smallest act of making a coffee with all those four words, that coffee tastes better than any other coffee. So if you can transfer all those skills to your everyday work, then you can do miracles. And that again was the idea. Why don't I do that? That's beautiful. Uh, So
0: the roots of where your parents are and where your dad contributed significantly to the people. Um, So you're looking at what is in nature and what we all have in front of us. Um, And sometimes we take it for granted um, or we underutilize what we have. And so you're helping the people tap into their resources
1: within themselves and within their environment. But you see, investors are very down-to-earth. So they come and they ask those questions that you need to have in your presentations, you know. What is the need that you are covering, my dear? Mm. I've heard that question. Everybody in the stock market has heard those questions. And I'm going, well, we have two major needs. The one need is the underpopulation of Greece, Greece has a huge demographic problem. All the young people leave the countryside and they go away from Greece. Now the parents are working their butt off, huge investment in education, and this investment just leaves the country. And then it leaves the villages empty, no young kids, no new marriages, so they are ghost villages. Question Who is going to feed the planet? Who is going to feed the new the Greeks? We need to have people going back. We cannot afford to have everybody being a manager in a city centre, somewhere outside of Greece. So we have to do something about this. So problem number one demographic problem of Greece. We have empty villages, they're not used, full of biodiversity, doing nothing. Can you you see the opportunity? I saw the opportunity. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, I do. And so I can relate in Cyprus when we would visit the villages growing up. Both my parents are from villages and now they're occupied by Turkey. Uh, Morphu and Zovia. And so our parents would take us to villages um, on the southern part of the island so we could see. And so I've seen what you're talking about that it's destitute, the people aren't living there, they want to live in the city, or they even leave Cyprus. Um, and there's a trend that's happening. Uh, that it's become trendy for the young people to go back to the village and to build and to have like a second home. And even there was a retreat that one of my cousins went to, and they had made those old homes into like a hotel. And so it was very, um, we call it laigo, like very um, close to the roots. And the rest of the village, though, was desolate. Maybe a few cafes, but you saw the rubble uh, of the village just sitting there, and it was very dangerous to walk around. So I've seen what you're talking about, and it's beautiful to visit. It's something very special.
1: Yeah. Yes, but you see, unless you give people purpose and meaning in their lives, they're not going to go back. Like if I made your proposal... And I told you that you can have a beautiful life, uh, a life based in philosophy with less is more. You don't need all this civilization and really con- consume, consume, consume type of thing. But you need your internet. You need to have a purpose. You need to have an income. And then you will consider and say, maybe she's right. Maybe I can have, okay? So our effort is to make a pilot regenerative village that uses science, business, technology for the good of nature and for the good of the people that they are there. Now, that's simple, that's a simple equation, but it's very difficult to do it in real life. But, people that they are dreamers, they don't dream easy things. When Reich brothers dreamt of flying, flying was not uh, um, an easy thing to do. They only stayed in the air for two and a half minutes. But they did it. So, what we are proposing is the following. You guys want to rebuild Earth. You want to change. How about if we make an experiment, a human experiment, with only 50 people? That's not going to be an expensive experiment. No. And we have the people that they are very interested in seeing such an example, working, contributing to the making of it. So who is interested in such, who is, quote-unquote, the client, Okay, who is willing to pay for all this? Well, if you look at ethical investments, ESG-oriented investments, you will see two trillion moving around the earth. They're seeking a place to call home. And I'm going, okay guys, how about if I get tables, seven tables with seven people, bringing collective intelligence to creating a new community that also has income is self-sufficient in food, self-sufficient in energy, and the people can gain a good income out of activities. Would that be a good proposal? Now, we don't know the answer, but in making or in finding the answer, you guys can visit us. All of a sudden, we have a sustainable thinking tank. Then you go back to your companies or you go back to your communities with the knowledge that you gained and you start building regenerative economies. Aha, you see? So the clients are regenerative companies so they're not investing huge amounts of money they're not bringing huge changes they're going step by step they're interconnecting but they have to solve a problem they they're not just spending time talking they are using their knowledge their skills to build A new community. Here it is. This is the problem. We need to do that. So it's a very hands-on. And no, we are not hippies. We are not, you know, just out in the woods. We're very professionals. We are professionals that are seeking meaning. We are very much interested about raising our children in a different way. So we're interested about this lifestyle that you work in and for nature. You work in nature, but your employer is not really your employer, it's nature that pays you. So how much are you destroying me? Or how much are you good to me? Oh, we are good to you, good, get paid. We are destroying you, I will destroy you back.
0: Hmm. This is the
1: new um, economics. But you have to do that applied, not thinking about it. Applied, which means you're setting up home, you're setting up office, you're setting up businesses, you're connecting with the locals, you don't move them out, you work with them. You also work with talent around the globe, because we now have Zoom. You are in uh, the United States yes, and I am in Parallel Astros and we have a common goal. And you can contribute to this and be part of this making. So we are inviting people that they are interested. For example, we have people in Africa that they are doing permaculture. Fine, come and help us in here. Uh, Your farmers talk with our farmers. Okay, there is interaction. We don't need to travel, but we do projects together. We learn from your mistakes and we teach others the, the challenges and the solutions. So, this is going to be fun. It sounds
0: like an adventure.
1: And oh, I, I am the new Ulysses, but female okay yes. if it doesn't have uh, if it's not if it is um, uh, too steady uh, too many knowns uh, too conventional that's not Christiana uh. I don't want it thank you those jobs are very good for a lot of people you have them I want to be like you know uh, bleeding with uh, um, bleeding. Uh, with discovery, uh, with creation. Uh, I want to to go where no one has gone before.
0: I love that because that's what innovation and creativity is. I mean, what everybody else is doing isn't being very effective because our world is in crisis. And we do need to go back to... um, Honoring the indigenous people and our land and our resources within the people and the land and I love this new virtual world uh, That people can contribute with their
1: knowledge um, on zoom Now what um actually I just finished submitting a proposal to Greece 2021 because we have the 200 years of the uh, uh, Greek revolution against the Ottoman Empire and the making of the new state for us Greeks. And they have four sectors, history, uh, culture, the Greeks that played a very big uh, part in this, and the fourth is Greece of the future, um. Elada Parathyros melon And guess what, I had the guts to say, okay, you guys, I only need this amount of money and I asked 426,000 for me to take the old school of the village, convert it into regenerative agriculture with my mushrooms, zero waste mushrooms, in the middle I have science and I am now very proud fellow of MIT biosummit and bio uh, labs the community of bio labs around the globe yes and on the other side of the building we are going to have makers space where we have computers and open programs and 3d printers and all kinds of tools to make new stuff. So we take this old school that is sitting doing absolute nothing, yet the story has a very beautiful twist, you see, because in that very village, in 1798, a very prominent Greek that was born in that village, left to go trading in Trieste, Italy. And he became richer than Onassis. He came back, he established a beautiful marble school that housed 240 kids to do agriculture, science, trades, in that school. And he also created the Ark, the Ark like Noah's Ark, of the um, plants and animal life of the region. The Ottoman Empire came Uh. and yes, and destroyed the village and destroyed the school. And guess what? There is only one thing that is left behind, and that's the plaque of the school. The plaque. The plaque, yeah. Yes. But it says, I am the house of Moses. Which means, yes, inspiration from arts, science, mathematics. It takes everything, okay? It's comprehensive. So, I am the house of muses, and what do I do? I teach kids wisdom, and wisdom is applied knowledge. So, they were teaching those kids how to apply their knowledge. Do I have the blueprint? I think so. I didn't have to think of anything. It's all there. Uh, Now, a lot of people saw it and saw nothing. I saw it, and I saw a new whole world. So when I said to them, you know, we are building, we are revitalizing the Caricciotti school, uh, they all uh, looked at me and they said, gee, she comes from a really nice family, (laughs) James. Uh, uh, and of course, they just dismissed the story yes. with, then ginete. Mm-hmm. This is Greece. Mm-hmm. Ato de ginete. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at them in straight into their eyes and I said, ginete.
0: You and don't want to
1: come. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to come with me, just move on the side because. I'm going ahead, mm-hmm. and you are on my way. So just move a little bit. And again, they saw me and they thought, she must be really deranged. Five years later, they have I was able to pass a vote on the local council that is supporting my effort and inviting. United Nations, MIT, very many um, uh, academic um, institutions who come and realize this dream. So I'm not deranged anymore. I'm now regular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see? So you're from a good family, and now you're validated and accepted because... MIT has, has embraced this amongst others. And hopefully, Greece
1: 2021
0: uh, will fund it.
1: We don't know yet. We have yeah. made the application. Wonderful. We understand. Yes, but, but, but uh, I cannot claim that you know I have it, because by far, I don't know if I'm going to be given that money. Mm-hmm. But all I am saying is that in my effort to get the money, the people of the community and the mayor saw that this is a damn opportunity. You guys, like we're talking money here. It's not like she's deranged. She's not deranged. She's she's talking like real stuff here, and she's not the only one that's talking. Like very many organizations and communities are also talking uh, the same language. And of course, we had um, in the village, we had the uh, Institute of Evolutionary Leadership. It's an organization in California, in San Francisco. And I was a fellow of that institute. And I attended one year of training. At the end of that year, the other eight fellows came into the village and we did a world cafe, up in the village. 1,300 meters above sea uh, with 10 people. We did a world cafe, wonderful, you know, wonderful. And of course, WhatsApp was there as well because we were connected digitally. So there were people from the community of now, uh, of WhatsApp, of uh, now what, sorry, uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. Uh, the now what community. The now what, okay. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The now what community, they were digitally present. So uh, my people started going, we have eight people from all over the world, Russia, Africa, Australia, uh, New York, um, San Francisco, Brazil, you know, I mean, the whole world was there. And we also have another community, now what? That is a digital community. And now we have other institutions that are starting to believe that, hell, we might be able to do something. Of course, dismissing me was a big part
0: of it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, people, also, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Well, people tend to do that when they hear someone's dream. Um, and it's because they haven't explored the, their own potential. We all have that inside of us to follow an amazing vision. Um, and we just exist in our lives and so they don't understand that about you is what how i'm analyzing it and now that they're seeing progress and buy in and contribution then they, they everyone will say wow you know this is legitimate uh, but i think mm-hmm. sometimes that can be threatening to people worldwide um, and i alexia, hope mhm
1: alexia threatening big time you know what because they're very comfortable in the old ways, Yeah, they're very secure. Yeah. Uh, the tradition, the way that things are done, the mamas passing the knowledge to the kids and not altering, this is comfortable, this is secure, this is proven, not destructive, but proven. So you come and you tell them, look, you have to do this a little bit different and they go berserk. What do you mean we have to do this different? We are not used to making alterations. We are very used to... uh, um... The the dogs are in love. So uh, we have to uh, excuse the noise, but they're uh, talking uh, sex here. So um, I think that... um, what is important is for people not to feel threatened, to feel invited into the process. Come on, you guys. I'm not, I did not come here to impose on you. I came here to show you a new thing and invite you into the process. So by the time we finish, it's going to be your creation. It's my dream, but it's your creation. Right. So you are engaging people, you are inviting them to participate. You find your clients that they're supporting, and you say, can we have an exchange of clients, of locals, of governments, of NGOs, of companies? Come on, we all have stake in this. Um, uh, Local farmers... And so, yeah. sorry and, and in Greece and I'm uh, um, and in Greece we do have this very huge problem. All mamas are dreaming their boys to become the manager of yes. so-so corporation, right? Right, right. This is, True. they want to be lawyers, they want to be doctors. You go to a Greek mama or to a Cyprian mama or to yeah. any mama in the Western world. And you tell that mama, your son or daughter is going to be a shepherd. She's going to look at you and she's <laughs> going to say, not my son. Jeez. Telling us, you're stupid. No, my kid is going to be the manager of... so, so. Yeah, and who's going to feed the planet? Like, you want food. You and I want... Beautiful food. Who's going to give that food to us? Make sure that it's done in the proper way. If we don't have shepherds, if we don't have farmers, if we don't have women taking care of the food, if we do all machines, we're losing the game. We're destroying the planet, we're losing the game. So, I'm inviting you to come here, young kids, come here. And let's make a new world. And you're not going to starve, you're going to prosper. But money is not, uh, money is there for a small purpose. It's not the purpose. Yes. Agreed. That's the big difference. Agreed. Yes. Of course you need money. I'm not, um, I mean, I am into the world too much. You know that it does operate on money, but it's not going to be my king. I am going to be king of the world in my own private home. I mean, okay, a king is not the money. A king is my happiness. A king is me being in um, in a balance with my inner self and with my nature. No thanks. I don't like going to the shopping mall. Maybe once a year, but no more than. I have a simple life and I love it.
0: I think now with the current crisis that we have in the world and we're social distancing, people are working virtually more than ever. And it may become normal. Uh, There's definitely a space for people to be open to this reality. And there's an appeal. Because we're hearing here in the states that people are wanting to move away from cities if they haven't already. And there's an opportunity to move to more rural areas because of the Internet and jobs being uh, remote many jobs now have become remote permanently and so i just wonder how many people hearing this would want to come and be part of this and keep their work through the internet so it's an interesting opportunity
1: exactly and, and we are saying to people they don't need to move correctly exactly. right okay they can assist like they can uh use their skills and, and be part of the teams without being physically in here. But if they, at the end of this exercise, if they like to come and see what they've done, uh, it's a totally different challenge that we are offering to people. Yes, We're not saying come here for tourism. We are not saying come here and, you know, uproot Everything that you've built up to now we're saying we are offering you the opportunity to become players into a new reality and when you finish please we throw a really nice parties <laughs> <laughs> with the cooking and the dancing and the tragedies and the okay so um, actually we are a hybrid. Of communities, we don't know how we are going to end up looking, right? Yes, but uh, we want to have sustainability, we want to have planetary health, we want to have eudaimonia for us, and we are discovering the process. And there is nothing wrong in saying, but I don't know the answer, but I am working on it. Why do you want the answer before? I can give it to you. Just wait. Come and help. Be the, be the answer. I don't know how it's going to look. And it's okay. Now, Christiana, I know that on the Now
0: What Collective, we have this new section coming up in September and October, and I know you're involved. So people can connect with you by uh, visiting the Now What 2020 Site looking at the cafe, joining those um, dialogues, uh, meetings, open space meetings with you. How else can people connect with you?
1: Uh, actually, I would like if they do um, this mainly through the Now What Collective. Okay. Because I I really admire what Ben Roberts, like, I mean, I yes. I informally, I have asked, I said, do you need an apprentice? You know, all with the hat and the button and everything, I'll be that <laughs> because you've done wonders. Take me as your apprentice. So in, in reality, um, I don't want to build another community I can use or I can offer all my knowledge and all my skills. To the existing community. And I want to really be part, integral part of the now what community. Of course, we have Facebook. People, if they go Facebook, Christiana Gardiciotti, they can find me. Also, if they go to Facebook, the Meraki people, they can find me. Okay. But um In reality, I am cherishing so much the organization of the Now What Collective. I would really like to offer all the knowledge for people that they want to build communities or they want to engage in exercises like this through them.
0: I love this because that's, you know, Now What is a collective. And the last I looked in 2020, we had about 30 members of the collective. And I so enjoyed the time that I spent with the members conversing, uh, problem solving, very conscientious, driven, like-minded. And so as we grow, um, definitely bringing in more collective members who can support Uh, the Meraki people, Uh, this is just exciting that I'm part
1: of it. Oh, well, no, no, the excitement and the honor is all ours. I mean, we would like to have people that uh, we even speak the same language understanding us. Uh, I also have um, um, made connections with the collective members. And yes, we have progressed in our talks and we are building Uh, So I know that it's working. I know that we exchange addresses, skills, and cooperations. So I know that it's working, not with everybody. I'm not saying it's, you know, one pill for all the uh, sicknesses that you have. It's not all for, but there are certain people that they have certain interests and certain skills that we can fit very well, so it's it's not for everybody, but it's for the people that are interested. Yes, and why not? Yes, um, I am uh, thrilled, really, uh, with the organization. That uh, now what has so, I mean, it's there and it's there for purpose and it's there. It's, it was unfortunate because. Um, I had to go through personal uh, matters uh, this uh, summer. I lost my mother and we buried her two weeks ago. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> yes, and, and, and it's been tough on me, you know? Yes, yes. Um, and, and on top of that, my PC, my new PC system failed twice. So I, I, I'm really operating with no computer, a rather sophisticated uh, company. So um, alone. So it, it it has been challenging, but but it's beautiful because it has been challenging. Well, and I want to, I have, mm-hmm.
0: yes. I want to thank you so much, especially during this time of grief that we've connected and that you've shared the vision and uh, we'd love to give this as much much exposure as possible. We're talking about an Indigenous People's Day celebration with Now What um, for this next collective meeting in the fall of 2020. And we're throwing around ideas, maybe to have a panel, You know, just like we did for Earth Day in the spring uh, to have a 24-hour marathon of virtual events uh, where we highlight. And so this is exciting to watch it coming together worldwide.
1: Um, I have the best of words about the collective. And the reason for that was because the collective was with me at the COVID days. You know, I was quarantined for 14 days. Uh I had fever, I had symptoms, I had, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I was participating in most of the um, talks and I was there. But let me tell you, in my real tough times, I did not feel alone. Yes. So to me, I, uh, I feel obliged to give back. And it's not a matter of money or a matter of... It's a matter of interconnecting and using the collective in a new format. So, um, when people participate in collectives, they understand the power of the joining. And, And I think that's important for any collective to understand that the strength lies in the strength of the people that they make up the collective. I'm
0: just amazed that we never met because I was also part of the same collective. Um, But there's so many different meetings and the time zone difference. Probably I was choosing the evenings more when you were asleep in
1: Greece. Uh, Yeah, that's okay. There is always a proper time, a proper space. Yeah. And a proper reason why we did not meet before. Yeah, that's amazing. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, because now we're not surface, we're really going in depth.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, you get to know me, I get to know you, I see the care, I see the connections. So maybe it is better that we did not meet them and we met that way. Right. So there's always a reason. There's always
0: a yeah, reason. Yeah, I believe that. Hello, my name is Alexia Georgiou. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Agile Empath Podcast, Season 2, Diversity and Inclusion. If you'd like to hear more about our services, as well as read more about what we do, and we do have a newsletter on Substack, please visit our website, theresilientpathway.com. We are now booking speaking engagements for 2021. And we also offer virtual training and development, coaching, and consultation. You can reach me directly, Alexia at the resilient pathway.com. That's A L E X I A at the resilient pathway.com.